Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushku and I'm your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be experiencing. How to build a life that not only looks good on paper, but one that feels so freaking fantastic. And how to really create a life for yourself that gets you jumping out of bed with so much joy and excitement and just leaves you with a constant feeling of gratitude and awe. And with this podcast, I really try to break down the process of manifestation to actionable, tangible and concrete steps so that you really know how to draw in your desired outcomes, no matter how big your mind is telling you that it is, because ultimately we can be, do or have anything we want, but it's just about learning how to harness our energy. And Today's episode is a really special one because we are talking about something that is pretty taboo to talk about, and that is money, how to start to consciously draw in more money with more ease. I have so much to say on this topic, especially as I've shared in the past that I used to have a terrible relationship with money. There was so much fear and guilt and even shame that I didn't even realize that I had around it. And it was showing up in terms of how money was flowing to me. No matter how much effort I was putting in, it was just seeming like such a constant struggle. And I just couldn't get past a certain number. And when I started to really work on my relationship with money, things started to change in a big way. Quantum leaps started taking place. And it just felt like drawing in money became so much easier. And that's why this is something I talk to my clients a lot about is how to attract money with more ease because I know the stress that comes when you feel like you're just struggling because even though on paper you might not be struggling but that feeling of lack and scarcity eats you up alive but before we get into it I want to remind you that registration is still open for my upcoming magnetic manifestation masterclass which is running live on the 22nd of March at 5 p.m. Gulf Standard Time. And in this masterclass, you will learn exactly how to start to activate your internal magnet so that you're able to make massive move forwards without chasing, hustling, forcing, trying to make things happen, but instead really learn how to tap into your innate ability to draw in your outcomes, how to harness your energy in such a way that without even trying, you're just manifesting more of what you want without having to do millions of different manifesting techniques. Because yeah, whether it's meditating, repeating affirmations, journaling, vision boards. I do all that stuff. But at the same time, I do not do any of them at the expense of living the life in front of me. Because here's the thing is that you could be doing all the things, but if you're not out there living your life and being the most abundant version of you, you're not going to get your outcomes, at least not in the way that it could be at in terms of size and speed. And if this is something you are ready for, which honestly, this is going to be incredible like I just feel in my bones and already the caliber of women who have joined is just exceptional 
And if this is something which, like I said, you're ready to lean into, it's a 90-minute masterclass. You're going to get so much value. Then you can head to the show notes with the link. I am so looking forward to seeing you. And if you have any questions at all, my DMs on Instagram are always open. My handle is at kushpoo.kway. So come and find me, ask away. And in the meanwhile, let's get to today's episode. Let's talk about money, because like I said, this is something which I know that feeling of lack and scarcity and struggle and frustration and all the other uncomfortable emotions that money can bring. And while that can be the case, it can also be money can also be power. It can be feel it can create freedom. Money is safety. It's security. Money allows you to create an impact. Money can be ease. Money means choices. Money is expansion. It brings peace. It even contributes to your level of connection. There's so much that money can actually do and enhance your life. And that's why really working on your relationship with money is so important. And you know, we don't realize it, but a lot of times we have so much fear and guilt around it. And that's why it feels like a struggle. And so really recognizing that, how am I even talking about money? And I say that because, I mean, I don't know about you, but I just know like in Indian culture, for the most part, talking about money out loud is seen as a no-no or it's not socially correct. And I get that because again, you don't want to come across as greedy, but why does, why does the word greed even have to be associated with money? Yeah, I get it that some people maybe want, just want more and more and more without giving back. But at the same time, why is wanting more for yourself a negative thing? Just really think about it because I can sit here and again, I know that I'm not materialistic as a person because I have a very strong spiritual side. But do I like material things? Absolutely. Am I going to buy handbags every year? Why not? Because abundance is my birthright. But we create these stories that by me wanting more, it makes me greedy and therefore it's a no-no. And that's how money shows up in our life because we are creating the story about it. But it's also not realizing all the ways in which money actually adds to your life, how it facilitates your life. And in terms of, you know, let's just start with the, the most important one. It's freedom. Money brings choices. And when you have more choices, you feel a sense of freedom. Because think about it. Let's say that you go shopping and you want to, you need to buy a dress for a party. You see one that fits like a glove. You try it on. You look in the mirror. You're like, damn, I'm looking good. You look at the price tag and you're like, holy hell, never going to happen. And then what? It's back to the drawing board. And that's just a small example. But it's let's say you want to move countries. What, let's say that you need medical care. But when it when the price doesn't fit your budget, then you're not able to access that. And so that's the first thing is looking money more as a sense of freedom as opposed to feeling trapped around money. Even though your financial situation might be telling you something otherwise, start to actually associate money and move in that direction Cut the resistance you're currently holding around it. And even in terms of safety and security, that is what money brings. Let's not kid ourselves. Why do you think so many families fight over money? It's because even though they're still getting a good cut, but it's when that feeling of insecurity kicks in and they're not enough, safety and security is our most basic primal need. And that's why you will push away loved ones at the expense, at the risk. So you will... At the risk of losing money, you will push away loved ones because you feel like your safety is being threatened. But again, when we have a financial overflow, we feel safe. We feel secure. We feel like we can breathe again. It's also expansion. I mean, one of the most expansive things we can do for ourselves is travel. But if you ain't got money, how are you going to see this beautiful planet? Similarly, one of the another way which we 
invariably expand as individuals is when we learn, when we grow, when we invest in ourselves. But if I want to invest a mentor, but I don't feel like I have enough cash to pay that mentor, I can go ahead with that. And so, you know, really looking first and foremost, what is money and what is the story you're telling yourself around money? And as much as we put money on a pedestal, and that's why it's we unknowingly we create that misalignment because we have this idea that okay, once I get the money, then my life is gonna be amazing. Once I feel, once I have a little more cash in the bank, then I can breathe. But it's again, you're giving up your power in that moment to paper, to money. Like, and you have to realize that as much as we glorify money, it is just energy. And when you can truly just start looking at money as energy you will realize that it is no different to manifesting a cup of coffee because similarly, a cup of coffee is just energy. And the reason why it feels so easy to manifest a cup of coffee or you think of a friend and she reaches out versus manifesting the kind of income or money that you desire is because like I said, right now you have money on a pedestal and that's where your work as an intention manifester kicks in is can I now soften the resistance that I have around money and can I now also become an energetic match to the cash that I desire? And you have to realize that you are the source of money and all other forms of abundance. Today we're talking about money, but this really applies to every other abundance that you are calling into your life right now, this episode. And that could be in the form of a loving partner, a more aligned and authentic group of friends, a career that gets you jumped out of bed, improved well-being, whatever abundance looks like to you. But you have to realize that you are the source of that abundance. And when you allow energy to freely flow through you, that abundance has no choice but to flow to you and all around you. Why? Because your life is just a mirror of you. Your outer world is a reflection of your inner world. And if you want to change the way circumstances and people and objects are showing up in your life, then you got to start showing up differently. And it gets to be so easy. But again, is that if you're looking outside of you to change yourself, so telling yourself a false narrative that once I have more money, then I'll be a certain way, you already given up and forfeited all your power to money. And it's in that state of waiting the universe has no choice but to respond by waiting on you. Because if you're waiting for money to change your state of being, to think, act, and feel differently, then the universe is going to wait in terms of delivering the kind of money you want towards you. And that's why, like I said, it's now saying, well, if my life is a mirror reflection of me, and if manifestation is really just about aligning your energy with that which you desire, then all I have to do is embody the energy of money. How fun and easy is that? Like that gets to be so, honestly, so easy. <laughs> and again, I've shared so many different energies that money carries, but I mean, it's a no-brainer that another energy of money is abundance. And so how can I now become abundance? How can I become the most abundant version of ourself, myself? And here's the thing is that whether it's money or any other form of abundance that you are desiring, it can only flow to you through the path of least resistance. And especially as women, we unknowingly carry around so much resistance around money. And that's why it feels like a struggle. That's why we repel it. And as much as we want that sense of freedom that it gives, it's through our subconscious blocks, these blind spots we don't even realize we're carrying. That's why it feels like your financial matters aren't changing. And we get so reliant 
on people around us to take care of us, whether it's a husband, a partner, a parent, a family member, your boss, whatever it is. But you have to, like I said, realize you are the source of money. And if you want money to show up differently, then it's now saying, can I go inwards and change how I'm showing up? And I wanted to share a few blocks. And, you know, even if you recognize one of them and you change, or maybe you recognize all of them in you and you just change one of them, you will notice that just that slight shift in resistance shifts the way money comes to you. But it's again, you can't just be sitting here and expecting things to change when you don't change. And I promise you, it gets to be so easy, whether it's your money that you're calling in or any other form of abundance. So the first one, the biggest one probably is around worthiness and not feeling good enough. And this might not directly pertain to your desire, but in general, when you are coming from a place of I'm not good enough, I don't do enough, I don't have enough, and just this lack, this feeling of overall lack, that is how you only are able to receive more lack in your life. Because like I said earlier, your life is a mirror reflection of you. But when you can now start to even lean into this notion that I am good enough. I not I might not have everything or be everything, but it doesn't take away from my inherent worth and value as a person. My worth and value is non-negotiable and I am worthy, I'm whole, I'm complete and really start to make that your narrative. The way you conduct yourself, the way you show up in your interactions, the way you show up in your life is going to be so different and that is what essentially brings about a different outcome. Just yesterday, I was chatting to a client of mine and she is new in the coaching space. And over the last couple of weeks, she's been a bit of beta coaching. So she's been taking on clients, but she's not been charging them as a way for her to just up her experience. And yesterday on our call, I asked her, give me an update. How's that been going? And are you ready to start charging? And I could see the constriction. I could see that part of her energetically be like, I don't know if I'm ready to start charging. And we had a really good discussion about it. and broken down where the fear was coming around and it was largely to do with this idea of worthiness I don't feel like I'm ready to charge and when we could start to shift that block shift that resistance and make her realize how much she's able value she's able to create and the gift she's going to be able to share with her clients she started to get on board with this idea yeah I can charge and then we started like talking about numbers and so forth. And it was just such a beautiful discussion. Two hours later, I get a message saying, Kushbu, I got my first paying client. No questions asked. The person on the other line just asked, we told her, I'm so ready for this. Let me know the charges. And that's how easy it gets to be. But it all starts with, can I just change the way I perceive myself? Because when I do that, I change my vibration and therefore what shows up in my life. The second block that is affecting the way money shows up in your life is you are trying to micromanage and control the process. You have created an idea of how money is going to come to you and you are limiting yourself that it has to be a certain way. When in reality, because like I said earlier, money is just energy and energy is coming from all different directions. There are an infinite number of avenues in which money can flow to you. But if you're so committed that it has to be one particular way, the universe has no choice but to respond to that. And that's why that resistance, that attachment to that one particular way 
is the very thing that is not allowing other streams of money to open up in your life. And when you can now start to even just play with this idea that, yeah, my job is one way I can make money, but there's so many other ways in which money can come to me. Essentially, what you're doing is you're softening the resistance and boom, money just shows up when you least expect it. I had one client of mine when we were working together, she sent me a message saying, and this was just from the work we're doing. And yeah, we were working on her money mindset, but it was just, again, working on her relationship with herself. Because when you work on your relationship with yourself, you naturally clear out your existing blocks. You go from a place of internal lack and scarcity to abundance and worth and value. And so she messaged me saying that a few years ago, her dad had gifted her an apartment and she just got a tenant and he is paying 20% more rent than the previous tenant. 20% more. That is pretty sweet when it was least expected, especially. Last week, I had another client of mine. She was anyways expecting a bonus. She was meant to get, I think, about like 7,000 pounds. Her boss ended up giving her 12,000 pounds and also told her that he feels like they're still underpaying her and he's going to speak to HR about increasing that number. But again, she had to let go that money can only come to her in one particular way. The third block is the story we tell ourselves. We are living on autopilot because it's easy. And that is the way our brains are wired. Unless you're being conscious about shifting your narrative, the way you think, act, and feel, you will keep reaffirming the same story you've always told yourself, even when it is self-sabotaging. I read this quote the other day, which I just loved. And it said, we will always choose an unfamiliar hell versus a familiar, sorry, we will always, let me repeat that, sorry. We will always choose a familiar hell over an unfamiliar heaven. Really take that in. We will always choose a familiar hell over an unfamiliar heaven because that is the way our minds are wired, that it will always gravitate towards familiarity, to comfort, to what is known. Whereas when we can start to even slightly just lean into the unknown, so even just choosing a new narrative, that is how we open ourselves up the possibility of something better. And I had this one client of mine, we, I mean, she had a really destructive relationship with money and herself. And we started doing a lot of work with affirmations and just even her morning routine and her being more self-aware and conscious about how she was speaking about herself and her life and just really, really pumping the brakes on scarcity and moving into a state of abundance. Within a couple of days, she sent me a message saying, maybe it's related to all this abundance talk that we've been doing, but out of nowhere, I got a message from income tax with uh, that I overpaid. And this is, hasn't happened to me in years. This is it. Can I even start to talk about money differently? If I'm going to sit here and keep telling myself, oh, it's so hard to get money. Oh, bills just keep coming. Oh, I spend money faster than I make it. Oh, money just leaves my hands like water, whatever it is. Yeah, obviously that's going to be what reflects back to you because you're literally speaking your life. You're speaking your financial situation into existence. And the fourth block, which I'm going to share for today, but by no means is this the only four blocks that are centered around money. But the fourth block is the guilt and fear that women have around money. There is so much shame to even admit that I want more for myself. Right now, I can sit here and record a podcast telling you how much I love money, but 
few years ago. Oh my God, that would have been so cringe. I can't say that. What will people think? Oh my goodness, like that's going to make me so greedy. But this is why working on your relationship with yourself is so important because when you know who you are, you don't really A, care what other, how other people perceive you because someone could listen to this podcast like, oh my God, Krishpu is so money-minded, but they have no idea what my, my, my story, my, they have no idea what my story is and they have no idea about my intention with money. And so, yes, I'm money-minded, but not because I'm greedy, but because I know how much money facilitates my life. So why would I not want to have more coming into my life? And secondly, it's we get into this all-or-nothing mindset and we limit ourselves to a one way of being and a certain identity. And again, that's how we create scarcity. When we forget that we are multifaceted beings with multiple parts of us and the more we can embrace these seemingly contradictory parts of us that is how we just become the most abundant version of ourselves so i love nice things i love designer stuff but as much as that might have come across as materialistic i'm also incredibly spiritual and guess what you can be wildly materialistic but deeply spiritual it's not about either or and yesterday I was talking to a client of mine and her company is currently in the talks of tying up with a nonprofit about helping with a crisis in the country she's living in. And it's just essentially, I can't really go into the details because I want to respect her privacy, but long story short, her business has the potential to make a real big impact with minimizing an existing crisis in the country she's living in. And so as we were talking, she's like, you know, I'm just feeling kind of stuck and I just want to just change this circumstance around so I was like okay let's just let's just get clear what do you actually want so you know she walked me through it and she basically she was focusing more on how she wants to tie up with another company in terms of being able to make a big impact and then she was like but again it would be quite nice if we made a bit of money and there was a bit of like I could tell the shame she was feeling for even admitting it out loud that she wanted to have a profitable profitable business because there was a part of her that thought that I can either be contributing to the greater good of the country or my business can be making money. But I, again, I challenged her, like, why can't it be both? And here's the thing is that you can feel like a martyr saying, I just want to make an impact. I just want to, you know, help. And that's wonderful. But if you're not making a profit, if you're not making money, you're only going to eventually limit the kind of impact you're able to make because A, you're going to resent the work you're doing because it's not an equal energy exchange. And secondly, is money pays the bills. Money supports your livelihood. And so if you're not able to even sustain your factory that's providing the goods to help you make an impact, how are you going to continue having that factory run? And because you're not going to be able to, how are you going to make that kind of impact? And so when we started talking about it and her whole energy around this whole idea just shifted and it got to a place of, you know what? I want to make the biggest impact whereby I'm helping X, Y, Z, but my company is also turning around a certain amount of profit a year. And I could just see the internal expansion taking place. And I could see her like viscerally just breathing again. And just to say it out loud, and this is how we go from a place of indecision, lack of clarity and confusion to a place of confidence, courage, and certainty. And essentially we stop sending the universe mixed vibrations because when we are not in alignment with that, which we're desiring, because us even admitting it out loud 
creates guilt and shame. That misalignment is the resistance that blocks the money coming away. But when we can get so aligned and get so authentic with what it is that we want and really be true to ourselves, not from a place of judgment, but from a place of it is my abundance is my birthright and I deserve this. You get what you don't get what you want. You get what you feel you deserve. That is how now you're moving into being an energetic match to money. And I can't stress this enough, but you have to remind yourself that whether it's money or any other form of abundance you're calling in, you are the source of it. Your life is a mirror reflection of you. You are the deciding factor. You are the operant power. And this is why your relationship with yourself is so important. We are conditioned to pray outside of us, whether it's to God, the universe, angels, whatever divine energy you believe in. And that's really important because I think having a connection with something bigger than you is imperative, especially in the times we're living in, having a strong, indestructible spiritual foundation. But at the same time, you need to remind yourself that you are an extension of that source energy. And as much as you can pray to that divine energy, you need to equally value yourself, honor yourself, worship yourself, revere yourself, see yourself in the highest regard. And in doing so, you get back into alignment with you. And when you are in alignment with you, you are in alignment with that divine energy and you're in alignment with the world around you, including that which you desire. And when you can become the most abundant version of you, it is a given that money will come to you without you having to chase, hustle, overly kill yourself and work yourself to the bone. But instead, you're able to be the most abundant version of you and magnetize the money into your life with pure ease. And that's exactly what we're talking about in the Magnetic Manifestation Masterclass. I have my seven pillars to magnetic manifestation. And in the mass class, I'm going to be sharing a couple of them so that you can start making these internal shifts that allow you to become a magnet for abundance, whether it's money or anything else your heart desires. And so you can head to the show notes with the link to register. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. I wish you an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.